Okay, we're we're recording. All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And And we we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. I feel like your little dance means we need some music as we're coming on here. Yeah, Jay doesn't like my dancing. She's like, you dance like such a white girl. I'm like, yeah, I mean, oh, would, would you expect less? Where is Jade? Jade lost her dad this week. And so she oh. is going to be on. And we were just, I, in fact, I went to coffee with her after the gym. That's why I was late. Um, oh. So, yeah, poor thing. Just unexpected oh and yeah. But she Tell is going to be on. She's all she's like, "Are you going to is your sister in Christ going to be on the pod?" And I'm like, "Yeah, girl." <laughs> yeah, girl. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> I yeah. love it. Well, tell her I'm so sorry for her loss and yeah. I'm excited that she's coming on. Such a such a sad thing. Yes. All right. Well, we had Well, okay. So, first, what is happening in your life? Anything? I mean, I got my eyebrows touched up today, so apparently I can't work out again for two weeks. So I'm secretly, yeah. Two weeks again? I I was going to ask, how long do you go? Because I cannot. I mean, I'm not a rule follower. Me either. Yeah. But I did the first time and I was miserable. (laughs) Well, but I did. you do need to follow it the first time. I mean, I feel like it's a little different on the touch up. Okay. I walked in and I was like, look, they so, they're so good. And she was like, are they? I was like, <laughs> well, they're as good as they can be. For- Maybe she knows you already. <laughs> yeah. I was like, first of all, you told me I couldn't work out for two weeks. I couldn't have omegas or fish or antioxidants. Yeah. So or many- protein. Yeah. So basically just um, put yourself in a coma for two weeks. Literally. Everything <laughs> you do for health and living. Don't do. Don't do it. <laughs> no bueno. Oh, shoot. Yes. I mean, it's the price of beauty, right? I know. I really do love them though, for sure. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting microneedling next week. And I realized yesterday I need Botox. I'm like, crap, I don't think I can get Botox if I have microneedling, but I feel like I need it more than I need the microneedle. I got to really figure this out. (laughs) I know. And I love that people keep actually somebody literally just messaged me today before we hopped on. And she was like, I mean, it really looks like you got Botox. And I'm like, you're like, no girl, I swear. I know. Isn't it great? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? I love it. I do too. That's good. I can't, I can't pass that one off. I, I do have Botox, but only just right here. It's not, it's not, it's not that serious. Yeah. Um, so speaking of, I want to, so my people at my gym, I just keep, so four, one, two, three, four, five of us went to coffee after and okay. dang it. I'm just so thankful for, it's like, I swear I meet all my people that I love at the gym yeah. and well, it's possible that it's because it's the only place I go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just love them so much. It's just so great to have like-minded people surrounding you, right? Like though we're on a little snap. I, like I don't use Snapchat at all, but these girls have a little snap group. And we can't get Jade on social media. She's on snap, but that's it. Um, yeah. So we talk on there and it's just like, 
you know, they're, they're half holy, half hood too. And it's just the best thing. We laugh all the time and they, you know, we think alike, but also some of us don't think alike, but it's still just everyone's open-minded and we all believe what we believe and everybody's okay with that. It's just like, that doesn't happen a lot anymore. Move along. Yeah, that's right. Move along, move along. So it's just, I just was feeling so grateful as I was leaving there today because I'm like, dang it. I love them. Like I love them. And I do feel like you just get into people that you sweat with and work that hard with every single day, truly become like your family. Like it really feels like family to me. So yeah. Hashtag happy hour. Love, love, love. love Happy Yeah. And I started burn. Yes, and you so used tidy. To go to burn, and I and I was like, I feel like I would actually love those workouts. And you're like, Oh my gosh, you'll love it for sure. And so, yeah. and as soon as I pulled into the parking lot, the music was super loud, and I could hear the lady. She sounded just like me in there, and it was <laughs> awesome. You Not that home. you know, <laughs> yeah. And then it was a, a lady that was from uh, the baseball tryouts was there, and she was like, Oh my god, girl. And so like, you know, she was like, come on, come, you know, come be in our group. And like, everyone was great. I, you'll never believe this. You like, they're doing a, is every week a theme? I don't know. No. This, okay. But, yeah, this they week do is yeah, a theme. Mm-hmm. And so like yesterday was twin day and one of the girls was like, Hey, does anyone have camo that camo tank? And I was like, well, I don't have the camo tank, but I definitely have camo. And she's yeah. like, okay, you want to be my twin? And so I was Love like, yeah. It. So then I got dressed yesterday and I wasn't wearing my camo and I almost got to the gym and then I had to turn back around and I was like, <laughs> man, I must really like these people that I'm going to turn yeah. around to put no, on kidding. my matching camo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's great. Yeah. That's great. They Even today when you said the rolling tricep thing, I'm like, oh yeah, I know that move. I know that okay. move. <laughs> yeah. And now I can't roll my arm anywhere. <laughs> I know that's such a bummer. I was at physical therapy too yesterday and I'm like, listen, it's not getting better. Like it's not getting better. And we went through all the things and he's like, it's getting better. You're just impatient. Like you couldn't have done that two weeks ago and now you can't. And I'm like, well, I don't think it's getting better. I think I'm just doing shit that I wasn't doing two weeks ago because I'm tired of waiting. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, no, it's just, you got to be patient, which is very difficult and uh, you know, ride it out. But in the in in my coach too, he's like, in the grand scheme of things, you're gonna look back on this, and it's just gonna be a little bump in the road. It's not like, but it feels two months feels like forever. You know, it sure does. <clears throat> and yeah, do you always have the same guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's two two. Well, there's two of them, but they're always both there. Oh my gosh, yeah. so many emails. Can you do you keep hearing that? No. Oh, good. Good. Cause it is like, I got this thing all cranked up. It is so loud in my ear right now. I got three emails since we started. <laughs> oh, Nordstrom. Okay. You guys, we, we are like wearing like ear pods and we are going to, I was going to use a microphone today, yeah. which doesn't plug in. You yeah. couldn't plug in your first things. No. I can hear you so well. Like we're in the studio, but I literally feel like I'm shouting at you. I feel like I'm yelling too, because I can't hear myself. <laughs> <laughs> but we're hoping that the quality for you guys is so good. Yes. Um, yes. But we're, we've done so many things already the last two weeks. I'm I really- know so many changes, but it's been so great. It's exciting. Um, yeah and also like speaking of exciting things we have our nashville trip coming up have you booked anything your flight yeah i booked my flight yeah your flight's booked my flight is booked for there but it's not booked for the other for salt lake city yet mine either (sighs) exciting i'm so excited nashville is one of my very favorite places so i'm very much looking forward to that oh and my mom 
my mom told me yesterday that she can come out the first weekend of February. So I'm praying to God that Jonathan and I can go somewhere, somewhere, yes. somewhere. We got to go somewhere. So that's um, been a while. And by the way, um, maybe you should go somewhere to renew your vows since we haven't done that yet. Probably not. Um, <clears throat> probably not. That was <laughs> that ship sailed. Um, I'm still married, so I feel like 15, it's fine. 15 yeah, maybe we'll week. shoot for fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Jonathan he's gonna really. It's gonna be a much Ooh. bigger endeavor now if it's fifteen. Because well, see, what I've done is I've traded out the um, vow renewal party for mm-hmm. just a, like a giant diamond ring. So I just keep <laughs> sending pictures of giant diamonds. And I'm like, listen, if you add up what we would have spent on a party, if you add up what I should have spent on my birthday present, then can I just equal. have dibs on the giant <laughs> ring that you have now? Because well, I know I'm a spoiled brat. He's like, why do you think you even need or would want? I'm like, well, your ring like, is... Listen, my I keep, favorite ring in the whole entire world. I mean, I keep asking you for shit and you don't buy it for me. So then I just make it like bigger, right? Like I got to go big or go home. And so far <laughs> I've just gone home every time. <laughs> so in other words, if he would have bought you the Rolex. Right, we'd be over this. <laughs> I'm trying to teach him a lesson. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We should just pull some of these uh, tiny clips for him to listen to. <laughs> No way. I sound like a spoiled brat and I know it. I'm I'm, I'm half joking, half serious. It is. It, it, is, it is. It is half and half. I it am is. fully not joking about dibs on the current dibs ring. On my ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I tell you. Okay. Well, okay. So, yeah. So, down to business. So, I feel like we had a great response to last week's episode and I was so proud of it, truly. And so many people like it just got a conversation started for people or got people thinking or people who said like, oh, you know, my 2021 goal was to like get closer and I I didn't really do it. And so this encouraged me to like make it part of my goal for the, you know, this year. And I was so encouraged by that. And also like my dad texted me, he's like, how do I send the podcast to somebody? And I was like, dad? And he's like, <clears throat> I have somebody I want to send it to. And mom doesn't know how. And I'm um, like, all right. So I sent it to him. And he, like, sent it to, a, like, a state trooper buddy of his. And I just was like, praise <gasps> God. I know. I know. I'm, like, going to cry. I know. It's just the best thing ever. So even, like, right after we got done, I was like, okay, I'm not done. I wasn't done. I didn't yeah, do yeah. – I didn't get it all in. Yeah. Um, so I had like this whole other sheet that I never even like flipped to. And then I I wanted to like end with a salvation prayer. Like if someone really felt like I reached them, we reached them, you know, through what we were saying. Like, you know, just like at Park Valley at the end, every single time it's close your eyes and yeah, close your <laughs> yeah. eyes with nobody looking around. <clears throat> um, do you, you know, ever peek? repeat after me? I don't, they call that a holy peak. And <laughs> I don't either, but I, I know don't. he does. <laughs> oh, 100%. I, tr- I don't, but he does say like, oh, there's a hand there and a hand there and a hand there and praise God and a hand there. And I'm like, uh-huh. Is there really? Is yeah. it really? <laughs> All yeah, these people yeah. came to Jesus today? Praise um, God. Yeah, praise God. But so yeah. I didn't do that prayer. And I was like disappointed in myself for not doing that. But I'm like, also, it's not like what I used to think when you fold your hands and say amen and it's over. Like, no, we just come back. Yeah. And so maybe that was part of his plan. Like maybe you guys weren't 
you weren't done yet. You weren't um, yet. We do. So I serve in the children's and the elementary ministry. And so we've started doing that upstairs as well. Mm -hmm. Just changing the focus of like really just trying to, you know, teach them what does it mean to make the decision to follow Christ. And so we do kind of a little salvation prayer up there as well. And it's super cute for, you know, the kids are raising their hand and they get a little card and, you know, some of them do it every week. And and we're like, no, you remember you did it. But I'm like, hey, man, they can raise their hand every single week. If they choose Jesus over and over and over and over again, it's incredible. sweeter than a little precious little child who loves Jesus. I mean, I just, Yes. Melts my heart. All right. So our little part two. Okay. So this is the page that I didn't turn to last time. So remember, and two, okay. So from some of the feedback, I kind of added some notes in here from what people were saying, Okay, like where they get stuck and things. So um, there's no perfect standard to me in your relationship with Jesus. It's not like you don't have to come no one's perfect. You're, we're never going to reach any sort of standard. We're all imperfect. We're all sinners. So it's not like you have to do it like Steph or I do it, or you don't have to do it like the pastor at your church or the, you know, like all of our journeys are different and there's no perfect way to do it. And it's not meant to be a burden or to create some sort of like Christian to-do list, right? It's not about yeah. that. God wants you to just naturally enjoy spending time with him when you experience his love and grace, right? Like He just wants to be invited in. Um, So even like the expectations we put on ourselves, those Mm -hmm. are not from God, right? Those are just our flesh expectations. We expect all these things from ourselves. God doesn't expect that from us. It's it's a very easy, it's the easiest relationship you'll ever be in. Right, easiest. Literally all you have to do is accept him in, which is the hardest part for so many. And then he does the work in you, right? Yeah. so it's not about how much you love him, but the understanding of how much he loves you. And I think that's huge. Um, in Psalms, it says, every single moment you are thinking of me, meaning God, you are thinking of me, Kristen, right? Every single moment. How mm-hmm. precious and wonderful to consider that you, God, cherish me, Kristen, constantly in every thought. Like, God's not um, – it's so – outside of what we can understand, but he's not confined to like time, right? So he can literally be spending every single thought on you. It doesn't make sense to us because we're like, oh no, I would have to think about this person. And then I would have to have a separate thought for this person. Like he's thinking about you every second of every day, um, which is almost impossible to comprehend, right? But it's the truth. Um, So Jesus is your friend, not a fault finder. Jesus looks at people through the lens of love. He looks past our bad choices and straight into our hearts. So mm-hmm. he's not, it's not this, you know, it, I think so many people get stuck on, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. No, that's you're, the point. That's the point. None and of us are good enough. Yeah. And you were perfectly made in his image. Like you were, like you said last week, like he knew of the things that you were going to do before you even did them. Like yes. it's, it, it, it's a part of your story. It's the journey. It's the overcoming and, you know, mm-hmm. the, and it's the, your, it's, it's your, likely it's your testimony, your biggest mistakes, your biggest failures, your biggest messes become your biggest message, right? Absolutely. 
I love that. I think it's too, one thing that's been really shown to me recently is a lot of people maybe that only have one parent or don't have a relationship with either parent or, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that. Like he is your father, Mm. like really allowing and accepting that relationship of like, he is your father. Like what a blessing is that to know that you have the greatest father. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. powerful. And even for me, I know as I came into my faith journey and really until you said it even a couple weeks ago, like I never thought I was being punished for my actions, but I didn't truly fully understand that power of like, no, you're not like bad things aren't happening to you because you made a mistake. He died on the cross for us. Right. So so that's what I love about the journey. It's like, you think you understand something and then, you know, just as you get closer, you just get this deeper understanding and it just all begins to make so much sense. And there's always going to still be questions, but it's just because he wants to keep you questioning and keep you on the journey, keep you getting closer. Right. And and it's amazing. Like to me, it's just so exciting. And I love, I love like having Brandy, my life coach. And I love having my counselor. I went, I had them both the other day. Oh, geez. Um, one day I have them both and I just am like, oh, Tuesday morning, guys, are you okay? Or <laughs> like I had a, yeah, a Jesus hangover from all oh. of the, all of the, but how an emotional hangover kind of. Great. Yeah. How Brandy's Such a incredible. I, I listen to them, her and Lindsay, um, yeah. every week too. And just, I just, yeah. Freedom That's fighters, powerful. Jesus lovers. I love that. Yeah. Um, it was this, I didn't plan to say this, but on church at church on Sunday, I almost didn't go. I, I watched church in the morning. I watched Cornerstone, right? And then I was going to go to PV, but I was like, well, maybe, I don't know. So I texted Erica, I texted Melissa, and they're both like, go to church. It was incredible. Uh, they had this family come in who had been hit in 2006 by a drunk driver the impact oh. was 125 miles an hour. The driver didn't even have lights on. The dad never saw him coming. It was just like they were less than a mile from their home. Um, which is but, how it happens. Which is how it happens. And they have dedicated the last – like their daughter was not expected to make it through the night. And she survived. But she – like the parents, they all four were in different hospitals. So they couldn't be – they were all injured badly. But the daughter the worst. So like you know, family and friends came in and sat with her. And when she was like still basically comatose, she was out loud, like talking to Jesus. And she was, um, you know, just reciting scripture that she knew before the accident. However, had not, wasn't eating on her own, wasn't opening her eyes, wasn't responding to commands. She could not lift up her right arm if you asked her to. She, she wasn't even swallowing, though somehow she was praising the Lord. And she was in tongues? Oh my, yeah. Well, so then the, the mom shared that after the accident, they had found in her room all these um, like journal entries to God asking him to make her more bold. And she was only 15 years old. And she was, they said before the accident, she was extremely shy. And after, um, she still has, um, she has a traumatic brain injury, right? So she'll never be the same. 
but she was there talking too. So she, it was her that wanted to like spend their lives now just pro- proclaiming the love of Jesus to anyone who would listen. And she said that like the best thing that happened to her daughter, like she said, as her mom, I'll get stuck in like, why did this have to happen to her? And why does she have to go through so much? And the daughter will be like, mom, you just need a brain injury. You don't worry about any of this stuff. So what happened is that she lost her ability to worry. So she doesn't care what anybody thinks about her. She, she can't plan ahead. She can't, you know, remember things that happen, but she just knows that she loves Jesus and she wants to tell everybody about it. She doesn't care how people perceive her. Her dad said they they go grocery shopping together and it takes two hours because she walks up to people and she's like, hi, I'm Jenny. I have a brain injury. Do you know Jesus? And she'll just pray with people and she'll have people in tears. And she wrote this book and then she was, she was diagnosed with cancer from all of the radiation, from the CT scans and all of that. So she had thyroid cancer. And when she found out, you know, her mom, again, was like battling with God. Like, why does she have to suffer so much? And um, she's like, she gave her, the, told her daughter, like, oh, sweetie, you have cancer. And she's like, this is amazing. She's like, everybody can't, um, what's the word? Can't resonate with a, a brain injury, but everybody can resonate with cancer. This is amazing. Like I'm going to bring so many people to Jesus because I have cancer. And, oh, it was like a verge of tears covered in goosebumps the entire time. It was absolutely just incredible. Just amazing. And it was like the mom, the dad, the brother, the sister, they all got up and kind of shared. And he talked about how the brother talked about how, you know, for him, forgiveness for the guy. They, they he's, His name is Corey. And he said they used to always say the drunk driver, the drunk driver, the drunk driver. But as, once they gave him a name, like when you give someone a label, right? you keep yourself from identifying with them. But when you give someone a name, you can't help but be like, oh man, like that could have been me. I could have made one bad decision and been the exact same person, right? And it's so freeing when you get to that point in whatever the the forgiveness. Yes. I mean, it was just incredible to listen to, you know, it was just amazing, 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 amazing. Wow. We'll have Um, to link the, their information. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'll find that because it it was incredible. And like I said, she's written books and, um, it, it was just amazing. And what a wonderful way to now spend their life and witness for Christ. Like they suffered, you know, unimaginable tragedy and they're using it to, you know, bring people to the kingdom of God. It's, it's amazing. Okay. So I just love, like, I'm just thinking like, how amazing that I have can't, you know? Yes, it was. It was incredible. I, I just, every second of it was just, I was just filled with all. I don't know how else to explain it, but I was just like so filled up the entire time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so every time you fall, he will pick you back up again. So the surest way to sabotage your relationship with Jesus is to let your failures replay over and over in your mind, which is I'm so guilty of this. Like this is where this unforgiveness of myself has, you know, held me hostage for years and years and years. Um, but Every flaw and failure has already been nailed to the cross. And if you don't know what that means, that means he literally went to the cross, chose to be crucified and die on the cross to save you from your own sins. Like it is bought and paid for by Jesus. You can, you can let it all go. Ask for forgiveness and move on. You are forgiven. 
um, which is like, hello, do you understand that? Like, if you could just understand that, because it, also yes. <clears throat> I was talking to somebody today, one of the practitioners that I work with and talking about like people trying to heal from their past and, you know, no matter what has happened to them, no matter what, like once you truly understand just that part, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter how bad is your story, how, you know, how painful, how toxic, how whatever, like whatever it is, the thing that like you hold on to and can't let go of, or, you know, maybe it's a narrative even that you made up in your own mind, you know, really the freeing just comes from knowing. It doesn't. Literally, that's how you get to heaven. That one, the one thing you have to do to be able to go to heaven is believe that Jesus died on the cross to save you from your sins. That's all. You don't have to be a really good person and do all the good deeds in the world. Sure. I would love for you to do that or for, you know, having the Holy Spirit live inside you, you will want to do these things, right? But that's not part of it. It, You don't get to heaven by being a good person. You just don't. There's a lot of good people who are going to end up in hell because they don't believe that Jesus came and saved them from their sins by dying on the cross. It's just that simple. There's only one way. Yeah. Um, so perfect righteousness has been gifted to you free of charge. There's nothing, write this down. There is nothing that you can do that will make him love you more or make him love you less. Nothing you can do. This is not based on your actions. You can't be bad enough that he doesn't love you. You can't be good enough that he will love you more. He just loves you. Um, so when you fail or fall, it, envision Jesus reaching his hand down, right? To pull you up and dust you off. That's literally what he does. Every single time you fall, he's right there. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like the footsteps in the sand too, right? Like that, that poem, um, you know, the person was having these hard times and looked back on the footprints in the sand and saw two sets. But when life got really, really hard, there was only one. And he said, Lord, why did you leave me? And he said, those were the times when I carried you, right? Only one set of footprints. So a couple of ways to keep him involved in your everyday life. And I just absolutely loved this. Like we talk about journaling, right? But what about having a text thread? What about just simply texting your own phone number and texting Jesus? Keep this open line of communication. It sounds silly, but like you can, you can say anything in any moment. Send a voice text like as you're driving down the road when, some, when you're grateful for something or to pray huh. something or to ask for forgiveness for something, right? This just open line of communication all the time. That's all he wants is for us to stay in communication with him. Yeah. I just loved that idea. I think that's That's amazing. awesome. Because he, again, he never tires from hearing from you. He's not, he's never like, okay, girl, you hung up the phone. You took your hands apart and said, amen. Let's talk to you tomorrow. That's not Jesus. Like, yeah. <laughs> he wants to hear from you all the time. So then inviting him into the mundane activities, right? Jesus isn't stuck in the hour of your day that you decide to devote to him. He's not just in your morning routine, right? Um. So like, yeah, he's not in these, in these just little nooks and crannies that you've reserved for him. He's with you at the gym and at the grocery store and in the carpool line. And so just being aware of his presence, he's always right there with you. Okay. And then, so Satan, right? So Satan uses the opportunity when you get closer to God, Satan will come in harder. He doesn't want that, right? Satan is real right? Angels and demons and Satan, angels, demons, they're all real things. These are not just like, oh, 
I have a guardian angel. No, angels are real just as demons are real and Satan is real. Um, as real as God is, Satan is. Um, so The brighter your light, the more Satan will try to bring you down. That's right. And so you have to identify <laughs> the places in your life that Satan has a stronghold, right? And when you cast Satan out in Jesus' name, he has to flee. So saying those words out loud, right? Like, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Like, not, not my marriage, Satan. Not my son, right? Not my family. I cast you out in Jesus' name. And he has yeah. to flee, right? I gave myself goosebumps. Jeez. Um, let's see. Um, it, okay, so submission to God in itself is an act of resistance to the devil, right? So that's right there. So you're submitting to God. You're bringing Jesus into your life. So you're resisting the devil in that way. But it's going to make it. He's going to be like, oh, he got another one. Hold on, you know. Let me dig in there and see what I can do. What else? Um, so I, I do want to also say before I finish is that so there are people that have been really, really hurt by the church. And I think when we say like, oh, my gosh, go to church. It's so great in the most loving place. Church isn't like that for everyone. There are a lot of churches with maybe ulterior motives or, you know, that aren't truly um I don't know, Bible, they're not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. And they're um, motivated by things like money or um, status or whatever. And there's also certain religions that are extremely, um, have a way of making you feel like they're never good enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's not at all what this is about. And so if you've been hurt by the church, like one, go somewhere else. But two, like maybe you really should get some Christian counseling surrounding that. Absolutely. Or, you know, find a way to work through the hurt by the church because that is a real thing. And some people just live in this bondage, you know, for their entire lives thinking that they'll never live up or that they let, you know, God down or, you know, because their church is enforcing all these man-made rules, Um you know, um, so I feel like, again, like getting into a church that feels like home, we just keep driving that home. But yeah. if you're feeling convicted by humans when you walk into your church, right, or the, you know, the the laws of the church specifically, that mm, I, would, I would consider a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be again, it's, it is the Holy spirit and it's coming with you from, it's not just about church. You know, so many people still get that part wrong. Like it's not about just showing up and going, or even people that serve at church, like mm -hmm. your job doesn't end there. Um, and you know, finding the right church, like our church is incredible. You know, I mm -hmm. knew as soon as I was reading the reviews, that is where I belong. Yeah. Um, and, and he does speak a lot about like, you also shouldn't feel guilted for, for having money and, you know, mm -hmm. for, mm -hmm. for doing good at what God created you to do in order for you to earn abundantly and, you know, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's, it's, it's both sided. Like so many people think like, Oh, I'm going to church. I'm good. Right. You know, right. and you have to bring that away, but you have to find that place that feels like your home that's first. Right. That's funny because, um, actually Cornerstone was all about that 
And he's like, don't worry, I'm not asking you to tithe today. We'll get to that part of the Bible when we get there, but we are going to talk about money. And I do think that is some, where people get yeah. a little stuck. Um, but he, I have notes on that too, just because I was sitting here listening. And he, he said how if you make $10,000 a year, you're wealthier than 84% of the world. Imagine it. We are so blessed to live in this country. If you Preach make it. If you make $50,000 a year, you are wealthier than 99% of people. Um, so he does talk about don't love stuff um, as much or more as you love God, right? Money and material things aren't bad, but the love of money is the root of all evil. When right. you start to worship money more than you worship God, then that's where the problem comes in and how God owns it all, but he entrusts it to our care. Like we didn't... If you make a bunch of money, God gave you the gifts to do that. He gave you the gifts and the talents to make that kind of money. And he entrusts you to do the right thing with your money. Yeah. Um, it was very interesting. Um, it says, wise and generous money management by those who glorify God can be a testimony to unbelievers. Right? The way we yeah. as Christians use our money because we are an example. We are we are setting an example for other people. Um and God entrusts much to those who are faithful with little. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. Right? So he said, earn all you can, save all you can, give all you can. And that I was going to say, don't bad for, about. Yeah, don't forget the <clears throat> giving part. Like <clears throat> that is part of it. If you don't have it in your means to give a financial dollar, you give Start with serving. your time. Yeah. You, you know, mm -hmm. like all of those things but are also, important. But also, he wouldn't uh, – I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for this. He wouldn't ask us to give 10% if we weren't able to do it, if he wasn't going to bless sure. us. For sure. You know, bless us beyond what we could ever imagine for being faithful in our giving. Yep. And it's not – I'm not saying I've always done it. I'm saying I'm, I'm really – because I've learned that – through my faith walk that, and from Erica's husband, that I'm supposed to give 10% of first fruits. Like now that's in my heart and that's on my mind. And I know that that's what I want to strive to do. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's not, it not to scare you. And also, but look, <laughs> look what happened this year. Look what happened. I gave 10% of my money and look how much I made how more money than I've ever made in my entire life. God has blessed me in my business. Yeah. I'm not saying that's why, but maybe it is why. I don't know. I mean, it's what it, it's what it says, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. And it is it is hard, and so many people have that same conversation. So you know, if you truly don't understand it, and there's usually a specific time of year or certain services where you know when you're going to church, they will talk about it, and people um, get very turned off, and they get turned off. But it 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 just is it's, 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 it's part like, of the bible it's like talking about salvation and jesus dying on the cross <laughs> like it's part of the bible it's part of the bible and it's the same for you like for people that have their own business like you offer a service and your worth is worth this much and yeah. that is what god is that's what the worth i mean so much more than 10% really but yeah. you know a lot of people and I'm, and us included i mean yeah. Still, we're like, okay, it, it's ten percent of this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. Like, it's a scary number. <laughs> it is, but it does. Like that is then where your fruit comes. Mm -hmm. It comes from being obedient. Obedient, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So, 
what I didn't do last time and what I want to do today is just say the salvation prayer. And if you feel led, repeat after me, say this prayer, allow Jesus into your heart and, you know, get on your journey, get on your faith walk and just see how he changes your life. Yeah. So if you're driving, pull over, pause right. this right now, close yep. your eyes. <laughs> no one look, no one looking, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. So Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. Amen. Amen. That easy. It is that simple. It is that simple to change your own life and to just allow him in. I love it. That was me too. Perfect. It was. It was part two. And then next week, moving on. Maybe guest. Maybe we have not yes. had a guest in a minute. I know. I have a couple. I was actually writing down some things, too, as you were speaking that just all of a sudden was like, hey, maybe you guys need this person. Maybe this mm. person. Um, another that. <clears throat> word that keep that uh, this was something that I came across in somebody else's page, actually. Um, and I've been saying like bold action. But mm-hmm. this came to mind as I was thinking about recording today. And it's divine acceleration. Ooh. Like that's, how awesome is that? Yeah, I like that. Um, so yeah, that's good. I love that. Yeah. It's, and it's like the same thing, only it's 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 Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's Jesus in your bold action. Divine accelerate. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love cool. that. I speaking of words, and I have to go pick up Ashy for the dentist, but um so last week or the last time I was in counseling, my homework was to do this really deep dive into forgiveness. And we talk about, you know, how the, our perspective comes through the sin in the wounds, right? So my own personal sin, and then uh, the way others have sinned that has hurt me, those are my wounds, right? And so it was getting really deep and spending a lot of time in, you know, real, I don't know, meditation and contemplation about who I need to forgive and for what and get really specific and then begin to let that go. And it always comes back to myself. Like I'm the person that I can't seem to forgive in my life. So yeah, I did all that work. And then um, this time, so now that I've forgiven or am on the road to forgiveness, right? Um, the next thing I have to do after I've chosen forgiveness is to choose truth. And so my homework for the next two weeks is to um, just get in the word. And before I open my Bible to just pray, like, God, give me. So I have to come up with three words that are true about me, not just what God, like, I have a good understanding of what God says about all of us. Yeah. But I need to ask him specifically for words that are for me, that describe me and tell me who I am. And so I kind of started that this morning. I just like said this prayer and then I just picked a page to open to. And it was it was crazy. Um, I don't even know where I wrote it down, but the first, like right the first one I was in Daniel. Um, and it was what resilience. So it was a story and it was like, okay, this is, that's the word that came to me right in that moment, like resilient and I am right. And then, and then I'm like, okay, do you, do I think I just, do I just trust him for the one word today? Do I like keep going? (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm like, I like closed my Bible again and I said the prayer again and then I opened it up again and I was in John and 
there this so I've not been able to fully grasp this whole thing of born again. Like I'm like I'm not born again. I just I was born believing. Like I just had yeah. right. And I truly have been getting to a closer understanding of what that truly means and the importance of it and I I truly am born again. And yeah. so I John 3 reborn made new, spiritually transformed, like reborn. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's such a huge way to describe like where I'm at. And it's truly like I was born once, right? My mom literally gave birth to me, but deciding to be on this journey and like really devoting my life by my own choice to Jesus is my spiritual rebirth. And so I thought that was like, Wow. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to tempt you anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to save this for another day. I have two weeks. Down. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty of time. So, well, I love yeah. that. And I really love how, you know, Park Valley, the church I go to now, um, these churches, these Bible churches, they don't baptize babies. Right. They mm-hmm. dedicate yep. the parents. I mean, they dedicate the children. Right. It's called right. the dedication, but basically, yeah the, you know, the, they're giving the parents the support of the church to raise their children. Yeah. And um, then baptism comes at your rebirth when you make the choice on your own to accept Christ. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Very cool. Okay. Yay. Yay. Awesome. Well, the garbage is coming. I had to shut the window for the second day. I didn't know what happened, but I don't, didn't know. You just disappeared for a second. I could hear noises. (gasps) The weed whacker. I'm like, oh man, (laughs) the guy told us we had to have ear pods. Listen, listen, that's the devil. That's Satan. (laughs) And no windows. My, my office is, my office is a glass door and I'm seated right by two windows. So I was like, oh, well, hey, maybe next time. We're a little better. We're a little better. One out of four ain't bad. <laughs> it All takes right. us a while, but hey, this was amazing. Yay, happy Monday, activators. I love you. Later, I love you. That's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today's the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.